Hi, and welcome to the MCG Profits Podcast. You're listening here to episode 19. We're happy to, to have you with us. This is Andy, and with me, I, as always, I have my co-host, Evan. Hey, everybody. And uh, it's great to, to be back here. The new year is at hand. We've, we've, we've fully launched into it. And, you know, of course, with every new year, we've got to have a new set. Uh, I think it seems like every January we have our, our new set come out, and that's no exception. We've got Ravnica Allegiance right around the corner here. It seems like every month we have a new set. Oh, gosh, it does, <laughs> it does feel like that. It's it's like, didn't we just have a new set? I guess, uh, I guess we did, but, uh, well, we've got to have more. <laughs> exactly. And now the the fever is at hand as as all the cards are being spoiled daily. The we'll massive see. hype train it's rolling along. <laughs> exactly, we've got uh, all the different cards coming and from different sources getting their special cards to uh, reveal. And uh, the pre-release is uh, starts the nineteenth, so we're well, really just about a week, a week away ahead. from the release of this set. Yeah. Now, uh, it brings up a question. What do you usually use as your source for uh, spoiler info? This is, might be something that some oh, yeah, this, listeners you know, may want. I, to I, I kind of float around as far as where I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll look at Wizard's site, because they, they have their nice page that has all of the different... Uh, all the cards spoiled, and it has some different filters along with that. Uh, but, you know, actually, lately I've been looking at the uh, MTG Goldfish site... And they have their own uh, Ravnica Legion spoiler page, and uh, I've been looking at that. It has filters as okay. well by color and rarity and, and things like that. It's interesting. I use a I use actually a different site. I use the MythicSpoiler.com is mm-hmm. what I use as my. Uh, they're uh, apparently just a a, a a conglomerator of spoiled cards. So they don't write anything about them. They just have the images of the cards on display. In color order. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's kind of a weird, weird order on that one. Uh, weren't you telling me too though? There was something about that the, that site was had uh, like a virus or something with it. You know, <clears throat> there was one of them that was. Um, gosh, what the heck was it? The uh, I can't remember what it was, and um, it was like a little tracking virus, and it was. A little bit of a problem. Although, if it was this one, it has since been cleansed. So, okay. Well, that's good. Though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I want to say that was, gosh, when was that? Man, you got a good memory. That was probably a solid year ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember it was like, it was something, you know, that sounded like that, like Mythic Spoiler. And I, I've been to that site before and I have looked, used it on occasion. And then I was like, well, maybe yeah. I'm not visiting there anymore. Yeah, there was, uh, and I can't remember if that was the website that was the problem, but there was one that I did use that was infested, uh, yeah. apparently. So, hmm. but yeah, and everyone else, you know, if you have other sites that you uh, look at for spoilers, let us know too. We'd be curious to see what people are using to find out the cards, or are they, or do you go just to wizards themselves for all your information? <laughs> yeah, I kind of doubt that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think so, but yeah, who knows? you never know. I do like how the stuff is displayed on the wizard. You know, it's like I like always seeing the card art. You know, it's the funniest thing. Like I'll be looking at cards, and if I just read, if I just, if someone has like the text of a card, yeah, it, but not inside the card image, mm-hmm. I find that I can't read it or make as much sense of it. <laughs> It's like yeah, I yeah, want to see the I text agree. inside the card box. For example, like I don't know if you've ever seen this style of spoiler, but the giant like Microsoft Word document that has no pictures, no card art. Oh, I have. I no have. mana yep. symbols. Yep. Where it's just the name and the text. Yep. And I I find it like very cumbersome to read. It, it's it's <laughs> like yeah, it's harder to understand almost for. It's it's not in the typical way that I am prepared to consume the content, and therefore my uh, my uptake of that product is, is like half speed. So yeah, I'll be like, well, what am I looking at here? <laughs> I, I agree with you totally. I've seen that some of those too, or if you, even if you know if you export a list of cards or some of the other spoilers, and you're like, I can't, you're I like, can't what is this? Like, really, what is this crap? <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, it's just yeah. not so as consumable. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
it's something funny. just about i guess like you said like you're used to seeing it like you know that frame and the text and the picture and you know it's just how you you interpret it i guess yeah it just helps with the uh, understanding of the card it just you're so used to seeing it this way it's just sort of a funny thing i've noticed like, yeah no it, it makes yeah. sense it makes sense so what's your overall impression so far of ravnica allegiance you know, honestly, in my personal opinion, the cards seem quite weak as a general yeah. rule. That That's my takeaway. Um, I really feel that there's nothing overwhelmingly awesome here. Okay. And um, I do like some of the cards. There's some, some fun things in here. But, um, I, you know, it almost feels like we're, Wizards is in a power-down mode. Like, maybe they're intentionally weakening a lot of the cards, okay. maybe. Because they do do that periodically. Sure, but, you know? sure. And I'm wondering if they want to do that at this time just because they know the boxes will sell because of the shock lands. Yeah. You know, so they figure, well, we're going to sell the boxes anyway. Let's unload some of these cards that have lower value because the shock lands will hold up the value of the box. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe they maybe they're, uh, you know, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if I was them. That's what I would do. Sure. You know, if I had boxes that I knew were going to have value because of the land cycle in them. I'd be yeah. like, well, now's the time to unload some of the trash. Sure. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, it seems to me like the the monocolored cards seem particularly weak, and okay. some of the better cards are in multicolors. You know, I, which, I'd agree with that. I, I think yeah. the, definitely the multicolored cards are, are better in general. Certainly, some of the more uh, fun effects and and better better value seems to be in the multicolor. So, what do you think about in terms of the the, the clans here? So we're looking at, I guess, uh, or Orza. Orzhov yep. is here, and we've got Gruul as well, and Azorius as, as well. Yep. And the Rakdos. And uh, the Rakdos. Yeah. How do you think these clans have, have fared from this? Have shaped up. That, yeah. You know, it seems... You know, it's hard to say, honestly. I think I'll almost have to play with the cards before I can make that kind of um, judgment, just because mm-hmm. it seems like, for example, with the previous set, I, I thought I was, you know... I didn't think I would like the, um, you know, certain keyword mechanics and sure. ended up turning out okay. And the, Although I will say some of them seemed OP, like the surveil seemed, you know, overly good. <laughs> surveil yeah. seemed really good. So, you know, so it's hard to say sometimes until you play some of them. I will say, like, some, there are a few individual cards that I am looking forward to, Um particularly in the Arzov group, so I'm looking forward to some of those. And um, there's one of those angels that's pretty pretty enticing. There's like a five-mana white angel that's actually pretty decent. Are you thinking of the Angel of Grace? Yeah, that one looks pretty good. It, it does have an interesting effect when it when an Angel you know, of Grace enters the battlefield, so a turn damage that would reduce your life total to less than zero, reduces it to one instead. You know, and even, you can exile him to give your life back to ten. I think that exile... Th- part is probably less important than the rest of it um but i do like you know it's a pretty good for five mana with flash and flying yeah all by itself that's good you know flash and flying all by itself is good and then when you have the you can't die this turn you know and and you know what i think that's i think they're I think what that card's best defense is, is, or what it's best used for, is when you're going to die to a Banefire. The Banefire's yeah, been exactly. showing up, you know, exactly. in a lot of these, uh, a lot of these decks, you know, it's the uncounterable Banefire, but, um, but this is a way to save yourself from death by Banefire, and, yep. uh, so, and, uh, not only that, you know, you can't go wrong with a, a flash-flying, heavy-hitting angel. No, not at all. Yeah. And like then if you really outside. need to, you can do that its last ability there and yeah. exile it. You know, and that would be good against like some kind of token deck or like a weenie deck or some kind yep. of aggro style where they just beat your face down and you're like, God, I just need to stabilize just one or two turns. And yeah. that does come up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that might just give you the gas that you need. So, I mean, uh, I think that's actually one of the better single monocolored yeah. cards that I've seen. So, but... Um, you know, I, yeah. I think I, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you. I think the I don't know. I think we really had to to kind of see more of the cards and actually play them to see. But I don't know. I, I felt like you said, I felt there's a lot of good cards in here. There's a lot of interesting cards. Well, I'm not sure if I'd say that they're actually a good card, but they're definitely interesting. 
And I don't know. I, I think the uh, blue green, the Simics have have had a lot of good cards coming out for them um, that work for their guild. Uh, the Orzov, I'm not as impressed with. The Gruel seems like they have a couple good ones in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, some pretty decent Gruel cards. Uh, yeah, Azorius, a not that, as uh, much. That I'm uh, that I'm kind of looking forward to, and, and some of these like. Like one of my favorites is uh, I don't know if you saw this one. It was um, it's the Tasia Karlov. The uh, she's oh, the, the black, the the black white. No, she's actually uh, not the planeswalker. She is um, the human advisor, legendary creature. Okay, I'm thinking of yeah. uh, Kaya or whatever. Kaya. Yeah. So, but I actually like this uh, Tasia a lot because uh, she fits very well into the she fits very well into the black white tokens deck mm-hmm. the um because it, i don't know it's four mana for a two four yeah and uh, it says if a creature dying causes a triggered ability that you control to trigger that ability triggers an additional time so i, I love that you know that's a nice ability all by itself sure. but then on top of that and even more importantly especially in uh, like a modern black white tokens deck which is i think where she fits very nicely and oh, she's yeah absolutely yeah it's like creature tokens you control have vigilance and lifelink boom awesome very so, good very good yeah that's just uh, you know and like i said she's on curve she's she's right she you drop her right after that um you know, dropping those three one-one flying, you know, white uh, white tokens. It's three man. I can't think of the the. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the card, but in that black white tokens deck, there's a three mana drop that drops tokens for you, flying tokens, and then you drop her on turn four, and all of a sudden they got vigilance and lifelink, and you know. Oh yeah. And then on turn five, you're dropping like the Soren, the Solemn Visitor, or whatever. So she's she's on curve. She's she's got great abilities. So I like her a lot. I actually like her. She's one of my. Uh, I, I'd look forward to using her in a constructed deck. Yeah, yeah, definitely powerful. That life link. Ooh. Yeah, really good, especially with all those little tokens running around. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So yeah. that's that's probably the card that I'm most looking forward to. Um, do you have a favorite that you're thinking, oh, if I want to crack... You know, crack, I, I've got a, a bunch of ones that I, I were kind of... Uh, things that I, I thought were, were, were favorite or, or were interesting. Like I thought Red got some really good stuff uh, as far as just... Um, well, even at, the, even at the common level. Uh, I don't know if you saw... Um, that one lightning bolt looking thing? It's the, the one lightning bolt. It is... Uh, I believe um, or, not skewer the critics, but I, but uh, I did see it. It, it was three mana. Skewer the critics. It was a three mana sorcery, but then uh, if you d- if if um, yeah yeah that's yeah that's, if you I if you did uh, damage, then it was only one mana sorcery. Basically, yeah, yeah. So it um, man, so good. <laughs> it, it it is. It's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, skewer the critics. It's it's a common. It's three mana. If you do the spectacle cost, which means you have to have damaged an opponent that turn, it does three damage to any target. So basically, a lightning bolt is what it comes down yeah. to. Although it's a sorcery, sorcery but, speed. Yeah. Uh, but still really good. <laughs> yeah, you you can't you can't go wrong with that. I, I mean, that's, that's just that's great. Yeah, that's going to be great in some of these um in some of these like aggro decks that are currently being used. You know, I mean. For example, you've got that one deck that's got all the little wizards that drop and do damage when they drop Absolutely. in and stuff. It's like, you know, you're going to drop a little wizard for two mana or whatever, and he's like, or that little, I can't remember, that little lizard where it, like, does two damage to, to the face for two mana. Oh, yeah, the little, and then you're going to drop this uh, thing yep. for three one. more. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this fits in very nicely Perfect. with those decks. Perfect. Know. The other one I thought was great, too, was the Electrodominance. It's uh, two red mana and an X. It's a rare instant. Electrodominance deals X damage to any target. Okay, that's good. You may cast a card with converted mana cost X or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. Oh, my. So it's basically two for one. Assuming you have a card in your hand. Yeah. So uh, you're going to do damage. That's guaranteed. And now you're going to do potentially more damage. (laughs) 
uh, with whatever the cost is. So another lightning bolt or, uh, you know, uh, whatever the case, whatever the, the burn spell you have in your, your hand. Or maybe it's not a burn spell. Maybe it's some card draw. Who knows? But um, you're basically getting two spells for one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. That's Which pretty good. Really good to me. Yeah, that does seem good. Now, is it what color is that? Is that it's a red? Mono, that's just red. It's oh, great. just a. Oh, really? Oh my. Yeah. Oh, that is very good. Yeah, I, I thought that was excellent. That is that is very good. Um, I'm excited about um this uncommon. I don't know if you saw this uh the Dovin's Acuity. Did you see this one? Okay, it's, yeah. It's this repeatable one. It's uh three yep. mana enchantment and uh. When it enters the battlefield, you gain two life and draw a card. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, wait, whenever you cast an instant spell during your main phase, so it has to be an instant, you return it to your hand. So it's a repeatable life gain effect and a repeatable card draw effect. Seems good. It does seem pretty juicy. So I'm I'm looking for a card for three mana. That's not bad. Not bad. Especially since it's repeatable. And it doesn't cost you anything special to repeat it. Like, you don't have to pay mana to pick it up. It just automatically comes back into your hand. You You gotta cast an instant, though, to get it back. That's that's true. But you're probably gonna do that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's gonna be a relatively low barrier to, uh, you know, low barrier. It seems a lot like the blue-white version of the uh, the campaign. Oh, I hate that card. Which makes that, you, what was it? Discard uh, you, loot, card. you discard a card and then you draw a card, right? Yeah, uh, you discard and surveil, I think. Or it's That's or when you surveil, you pick it up. Yeah, it was when it yeah, comes when to you play, serve. the opponent discards a card, and that's three mana. Yeah, I mean, that was... Yeah, the disinformation campaign. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you draw a card, and each opponent discards a card whenever you surveil, return it. Yep. So, yeah, it's kind of like the opposite of that. Uh, yep. Exactly. Now this one's easier to trigger because all you have to do is cast an instant. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to have a specific keyword mechanic. But I yeah. will say that discarding a card is pretty brutal. So that that is harsh. Yeah. Um, did you see also the uh, the pestilent spirit? No, I haven't. Uh, so it is a rare. It's two colorless, one black. It's a spirit, three two. It has menace, menace, and death touch, which is was good. good. But the the interesting part about this, and we've seen a couple of these cards creep up in recent years, instant and sorcery spells you control have death touch. Oh my! I, that's pretty nice. It seems pretty powerful. And uh, what? It's a, that's a black one. It's a black creature. It's a black spirit. A pestilent, hmm. pestilent spirit. Seems pretty good. I don't know Golly. how I feel, though, about... I'll tell you how that one's going to go. That one's going in right in a Rakdos deck, right with that little uh, dinosaur thing that says, does one damage to all oh, creatures. Oh, God, yeah, that little... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or even that uh, great, uh... that fiery cannonade or whatever, where it's yep. two damage to all creatures. All of a sudden, bam, everything dies. Everything dies. It's like, how oh, smectacular. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that would be huge. Yeah, I mean, that's just the nuts right there. I don't know how I feel about, like, spells getting, you know, death touch or lifelink or whatever. You know, it seems like... It's kind of funny. It seems like a weird... Uh, I don't know. A weird function to add to a spell. Exactly. I mean, oh, it's it's a spell that has death touch. <laughs> huh? <laughs> seems, seems we've seen that sort of thing before, though. You know? we, I, I know we definitely have seen that with, uh, I think, Lifelink, right? There's a yeah. creature that did it. Um, yep. uh, it was a white creature, I remember. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That, that's, that yeah. seems weird. See, that, it, that seems like an odd one. I think it's good, but it, it just seems like a... It does seem a little weird. bit odd to put a creature ability on a, on a sorcery, you know, or a spell. But, uh, you know, I guess they're trying to explore a little bit some, some different things which which i don't i don't mind them trying some of those new things i liked um well the one guy for more for the weenie style decks i guess the tithe taker he is a one colorless one white a soldier during your turn spells your opponents cast cost one more to cast and abilities your opponents activate cost one more to activate unless they're mana abilities yeah i like that i like that one a lot too it seems like another little hate card to throw in there that's going to slow your opponents down 
and uh, you know help you just accelerate and he even's got afterlife so if he dies well you still get still a little one cool. fire out of him <laughs> yep yep i saw the um I, I think he'd be good in that that hate bears style deck exactly you know exactly. He, he fits right in there did yeah, you perfect. see the um the guildgate thing the uh the rare uh the one of the rare lands it's um it's one of these it's uh, not in english so it's it's a little harder to make out but um it's one of these where it's um when you it, it can produce mana of any color that a guildgate can produce i saw and, that um, yeah it's um and it would oh gosh why can't i why can't i find it now but I was like, oh, this is great for your uh, Maze's End deck. Is what oh, I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, more support for Maze's End. Uh, yeah, I got to revisit that deck and uh, yeah. rethink about it now that all the we, gates we're are back more and, gates and things. And uh, there's and, other cards that are interacting with gates that are, are pretty good, actually. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh, boy, you're getting some support for your alternate Yeah, win. about time. Yep. That was one of your picks, I think, the Maze's End. It, it was. Point, uh, so. I'll be curious to see if that... Uh, are you thinking about the Plaza of Harmony? Uh, I'm not when sure. When it enters the battlefield, if you control two or more gates, you gain three life. It adds yep, one, one. Uh, one Phyrexian mana to your mana pool, or add one mana of any type that a gate you could produce. That's exactly right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly good. right. That's a good land. Because I suspect it won't cost a whole heck of a lot, but it's really nice support for, like I said, for your Maze's End. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I agree. I agree. What do you think about the uh, the planeswalkers we've seen so far? You know, I think they seem a little bit soft, but but you know, at least at least the couple of them that I looked at, but they seem like their abilities are on par for three mana planeswalkers. Yeah. You know, like the Stoven Grand Arbiter and Kaya the Arzov Usurper. I will say there, ah, I I think this Dovin Grand Arbiter may actually be a little bit better. Than he seems at first. Um, I, I at first know. glance I look at him and I'm like, ah, he doesn't weak. seem very good. <laughs> you know, he, he, he seems pretty weak, but his plus ability does have a funny thing that we've not really seen before, where it says until end of turn, whenever a creature you control deals damage, combat damage to a player, put a loyalty counter on Dovin Grand Arbor. Yeah, so that, that is a, something different. Yeah. So all of a sudden. You could pretty easily get like your seven tokens on him very quick, because yep. um, if you figure if you have like three critters out, you plus him up one, so you bring him out on turn. You know, you bring him out. He's got three man or three loyalties on him. You plus yeah. him up one, it gives him four, and then two of your creatures hit. That's five six. You know, yep. so all of a sudden you're at six loyalty on the first turn that he pops out. Yeah. So, yeah. And he produces critters, which I love. You know, he makes a, a one-one flying thopter, so he can protect himself a little bit. So I think he actually is probably not not as bad as he seems at first. His uh, his ultimate isn't so hot. No, it's not. But it's like draw three cards, though. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. You know, you can't. And, and he's easy to get to it. You know, it's yeah. not gonna take you. Fo- it's not gonna take you four turns to get to his ultimate. It's gonna take you two. No. Yeah. So he's That's getting true. there in like half the speed. So his ability, or it shouldn't be as powerful as other better planeswalkers. But yeah. I actually, I actually suspect he might be a little bit of a sleeper. I think he might actually. Um, I think he might actually. Uh, I think you're right. I think we might work. see some interesting things around him. I definitely say he's. Uh, Got some potential. Yeah, yeah. Although I gotta say, if I, if I had my pick of which to get of those three, I'd rather have the the Domery Chaos Bringer. Uh, I, I like his I like his abilities too. I like how he mana ramps for creatures. Yep. I, I love creature decks sometimes where you just all your things are creatures, and these Gruel strategies seem all creature based, which yep. I think is kind of fun. You know. Yeah, all creature, and then especially too that, um, and then they have some hate against non creatures. Exactly. Yep. So I don't know if you saw the uh, the Cinder Lash. I did. Oh, I thought that was pretty good, actually. I, I think so. Especially you get it out early. Ooh boy. Yeah. That thing is gonna tick you down early and often. So. One little zap. So Cinder Lash. One red, one green. Whenever an, op- an enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, Cinder Lash deals one damage to that player. So you're getting a free damage whenever they do a non-creature, and then you can pay one and sacrifice it to destroy an artifact or an enchantment, and it does two damage. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think uh, it's pretty good, honestly. Not not bad. No, not, not bad at all. Yeah. I thought that that was pretty good. So I thought, yeah, the the girl got some good good cards in there. I, I was disappointed with Rakdos. He, he's I agree. back. The yeah. Rakdos, the showstopper. Seems pretty. Which sounds impressive. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like cool things are gonna happen. But you know, you know what? He uh, bringing him up, I, it, it brings up something sort of funny, which I'm very surprised they did this, because it seems to me Mark Rosewater specifically said that they were going to avoid this in the future, and it's the coin flip. Yeah, so, yeah, he's a coin I'm, flipper. Yeah, I'm very surprised about that because at one point they said that. Um, these coin flip cards are pseudo reserve list because they they hate bringing the addition of a requirement into um, your basic basically your game setup you know because yeah. now yeah. for the sake of argument if you just you know now you've got tokens now you've got a life score pad now you've got coins yep. you know it's exactly. like extra things so they've said that they want to sort of stray away from that and there are. And there are uh, two cards that are uh, doing that. Yeah. There's another one that does it, too. The Mirror March. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of shocked to see that. But, um, but yeah, I'll let you keep going about it. I mean, you know, Oh, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I was just disappointed in Rakdos, the showstopper. I, I like Rakdos in the past. I think the, the second version of him was the better one, if I recall right, um, from yeah. the last last visit to Ravnica. Yeah, I believe so. Same same casting cost, I believe. Although I think that one was like too black, too red, and too colorless or something. But it just, yeah. seemed, just seemed way better. Uh, I mean, this one. I mean, he's not terrible. I mean, even if you just go by the, he's four colorless, one black, one red. He's a six six flying trample. When he enters the battlefield, flip a coin for each creature that isn't a demon, devil, or imp, and destroy each creature whose coin comes up tails. Ah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess it goes with the flavor, but it it's, doesn't seem that impressive for the such a legendary guild leader. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I was I was just least impressed with the Rakdos cards in general uh, yeah. of of the of the cards I have seen so far. So I would agree with I, that. I do. One thing that I did find interesting in this is that there are a bunch of very I I thought fun. Uh, just kind of flavor-like cards, and most of these were, um, uh, I guess you'd call. I guess they were also most of them were blue-green. They were mostly Simic-related. Uh, particularly, I, I liked the the shark to crab. <laughs> I thought he was was pretty fun. He was a fish octopus crab. Was I saw type. that. I was like, wow, he's got a lot of creature types. <laughs> he does. He's two colorless, one green, one. A blue. Uh, he has adapt one for four, which means if he doesn't have any plus one counters on it, put a counter on him. He's a four four. So whenever he gets a plus one counter, tap target creature an opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap next during its next untap phase. Not not terrible. Yeah, that not bad. Kind of kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. The, the shakta crab. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how you know it's an odd thing where they have like these very heavy. Uh, multiple creature types i don't know if you saw there was another uh, blue green one too that was similar it was the, oh uh, yes it's there's the, the hydroid... galloping lizrog <laughs> oh gosh I didn't list see as that well. he is I was the, a frog the, lizard the frog... <laughs> <laughs> i had the uh, the hydroid crasis which yeah. is um jellyfish hydra beast mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the triple uh yeah he wasn't bad either thing. yeah he's like green a blue and x and uh, when you cast him gain x life Draw X cards, and he's flying trample X X. I was like, "Damn, that's pretty good." It is pretty good. I was like, yeah. "Holy cow!" That uh, jellyfish beast is pretty pretty good. Pretty, pretty yeah. Some uh, I, I was very impressed with him. I was like, "Wow, this is not a bad card." Draw no. X cards, gain X life, and produce an XX creature. Holy cow! Flying trample. I yeah. Mean, holy yeah. cow. Pretty <laughs> so, good. Yeah. I also like now this one wasn't uh, blue green but it was specifically blue and it's a clan that I a tribe that I always have a soft spot for and that's the the octopus leviathan and uh, I guess squid I guess uh, kind of tribe where we have a new octopus 
The, I know uh, you're loving the octopus. I love the octopus. This and the Kraken. pretty decent, I think. Uh, the mesmerizing Benthid, who is uh, three colors, two blue. He's le- he's mythic. Uh, when he enters the battlefield, create two zero two blue illusion creature tokens. With whenever this creature blocks a creature, that creature doesn't untap during those creatures next untap phase. And he has hexproof as long as you have an illusion. Not, not oh, too shabby, not I'd too say. Shabby. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun too, and uh, it, like a constructed, you know, yeah. like a sealed thing. Yeah. I, you know, on the on the general, you know, the giant octopus and some of these other. I know you're loving uh, that. Things. I mean, they've they've been poor. <laughs> Most they, of them yeah. are fairly poor. You know, and I like seeing them build out support for underrepresented tribes. Yeah. You know. So. Well, better octopuses <laughs> in there. Exactly. There needs to be more and better. Exactly. And I I guess it would be a miss to. I know I I saw on Channel Fireball they mentioned that one of their the top one of their top picks, if not the top picks, the best card was the Spawn of Mayhem, uh, which is a new demon. It's a mythic demon. Two colorless, two black. Spectacle three. uh, Flying trample. And at the beginning of your four, upkeep, four. it deals four four creatures. Spawn of Myth of Ahem deals one damage to each player. Then if you have ten or less life, put a plus one counter on. Yeah, I guess it's just the the, the very well costed, you know. Excellent. You know, yeah. this is another um what was it, Doombringer? Is that the Yeah, similar, Doombringer? similar. Yep. Um from um that's the other uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's nice to see more more demon support as well. But uh, yeah, but this one, you know, I wonder about this. This is just very well costed. Doom you know, Eater. It's, or I mean, Doom Whisper. Doom, Doom Whisper. Whisper. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. 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 I mean, great cost of demon. I mean, a four mm-hmm. four flying trample for uh, three. Turn four probably yeah. for or three turn, or for three. Yeah. I mean, uh, really. pretty pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's dealing well. He's he's hitting everybody, which could be good or bad. But uh, I mean, when you're Rakdos, you're trying to race. I mean, yeah. so that seems like that's right up your alley. Yeah. You know. So, I, I mean, he's good. Uh, yeah. No, no way around it. I mean, no doubt about it. So he's a good demon. Yep, I, I think he's got some potential for sure. And we'll we'll have to see, you know, where kind of things la- land, and when once all the cards are spoiled, and when things finally kind of uh, settle, the, the dust settles on the prices. But I gotta say, Elmo, just a quick glances on what kind of these, some of these expected values are. They seem rather on the on a little higher than normal side to me. I I, I kind of anticipate them settling, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I we I may be surprised, but. I do. I feel that these seem. We seem to be entering a little bit of a period of weakness. So, yeah. like, we seem to be entering a period where the cards need to have a lot of synergy in order to be very powerful. Yep. Where you know the cards in and of themselves are not particularly powerful, but they need to be played in combination. Or you know, it, you know, you need to get the keyword mechanics going, or have some kind of graveyard engine. You know, it seems like there's not very many individually uniquely powerful cards it's more like the deck that you build exactly i'd agree with that i think um we're definitely more clan focused and certain color focused Uh, i I think those cards are have a harder time holding their value you know that makes sense because they're they're they have more of a dependency right Um, right with the exception of some of the powerful like the powerful angels like it's always a you know people love their angel decks you know maybe some maybe some dragons like you know there's like a there's like the Scragan Hel- Helkite, uh-huh. or you know, the Scargan Helkite, I should say. He's yeah. he's pretty good. So it's like he comes out for five mana, five five. I think flying haste, you know, it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. So, but I think that being said, though, I think if you are playing those colors, these these multicolored creatures are really powerful with their with their. Um, you know, in conjunction. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think especially when they, when you get rolling. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, even some of these uncommons seem really pretty good to me. Like um, the Combine Guild Mage, which is the green blue Guild Mage, Merfolk Wizard, two two. Will pay one colorless, one green, and tap it. Each creature you this turn, each creature you control enters the battlefield with additional plus one counter on it. You know that reminds me a lot of the Evolve. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And then it's, it has a second ability, one colorless, one blue. Tap it, move a plus one, plus one counter from target creature control onto another target creature. Yeah, I, I guess. pretty good yeah. too. Yeah, that was like the uh, what was that ability? The uh, the the caster froglet. Oh had yeah. Gosh, what was yeah, that thing? I can't the, remember. Um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. The graft. Graft. That's right. Yep, that's exactly right. So that thing sort of does evolve and graft. It's sort of like a look back at two of the historical. Uh, keyword mechanics from the, our previous right. visits to Ravnica. Plus one counters? You're probably going to have them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And we do have some strange, I don't know, it seems some sub-themes of lizards. I don't know if lizards have somehow gotten into the Simics here, because the Frilled Mystic, for example, is an elf lizard wizard. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's a that lizard wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did that for fun, I think. I think they just wanted you to say yeah. wizard, wizard. You, you know, maybe. Like, like, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, wouldn't surprise me. And when it enters the battlefield, counter target spell. Yeah, not bad. For the lizard, wizard. I think the. Didn't that snake do the same thing? It did, yeah. The Mystic Snake. The Mystic and snake. that was much less, I think. That was a f- four mana for that one. Is it, it four? Was, it was four for the two-two snake. Yeah. What was its? Uh, do you remember its casting cost? It's, uh, it was. T- I want to say it was two blue, a green, and a colorless. Okay. It, it might have been two green, a blue, and a colorless, but I think it was two blue, a green, and a colorless. Because mm. this frilled mystic is two green, two blue, no okay. colorless, so yeah. seems a little more. Difficult. A little harder to cast. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he has more relevant creature types than snake. Yeah. But um. Yeah, and that's you know that's the other thing that I've noticed too is some of these more powerful effects really are very mana stringent. You know, like they yes. require like multi, you know, two of the same color. Challenging things like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm lucky looking at this Rakdos Firewheeler. He's two black and two red. He's a four three. Yeah. When he enters the battlefield, he deals two damage to an opponent and two damage to one. You know, creature or planeswalker. So he does two zaps when he comes into play. Yep. And he's a 4-3. I mean, he's awesome, but man, I mean, dude, I mean, how many times are you sitting there in Magic Arena and you got like seven mana, but only one of one of your... It happens more than I'd like to admit. I'll have like six six black mana and one red. It'll be like turn nine, you know? Oh, it happens. So, yeah. how much you want to bet you'd be having that situation? So, you know, I, I I love I love the I love how they're trying to stretch the power level and do cool things. Mm. But man, it's hard to get four specific colors of mana. <laughs> that's really yeah. That that's going to be very tough to do. You're not going to drop that until like turn seven. You know, you're not dropping that on turn four unless you're exceptionally lucky. Yeah, you're going to need to be very lucky to have that happen. You know. So, but but I, I but the same thing with that uh, lizard wizard, you know. <laughs> so, it's it's a powerful effect, you know, and uh, yeah. relevant creature types. But boy, it's tough to get out, you know. Yeah, you know, absolutely. absolutely. He's no shark to crab who only requires one blue and one green. Yeah, you know? the shark to crab. I'm going with him. <laughs> Number one pick, shark to crab. <laughs> Fish octopus crab. You can't beta. He's everything. <laughs> He is the alpha and the omega. He is. <laughs> it's the he beginning is. and the end. Exactly. Uh, that's funny. Give <laughs> me one other kind of uh, card. I, I don't know if this will become a staple or, or have more value, but it seems like it definitely has a potential. Uh, Bedevil. Did you see this one? Two black and a red. Instant. Destroy target artifact, creature, or planeswalker. Oh, my. Is it a sorcery? It is an instant. Oh, Seems good. The the planeswalker part on top of it was what yeah. sparked my interest. Now you're basically well, you're not able to kill everything, but you're able to kill just about everything. Yeah, you're gonna be able to deal with a lot of oh I see it. Two black and a red instant. I like the art too. Destroy yeah. art. art of that creature opening. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So people always want answers to planeswalkers and this thing is gonna do a bunch yeah. of as uh, yeah, yeah, it's got a, it's got great options. It, it that's a great card. That's a great card. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, pretty much any you know any deck that's have red or black should have that in it as as multiple. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's too. It's got. Its utility value is so high. You, you can't go I, wrong with that. I got to tell you, I actually suspect that card will sell relatively well. I, I think that'll be a, a relatively high dollar card. So we'll, we'll see, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if that becomes like a. Oh no! Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think yeah. that'll that'll go up. I mean. Yeah, I mean it's it gets high it, utility. High yeah. Utility on that. Yeah. And you're gonna want more than one of them, so it, it's. It would not surprise me to see that card go up. Absolutely. I want at least two of them. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Very, very good. Very good. So, yeah, I think a lot of interesting things here coming. Uh, yeah. Coming soon. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to some new stuff to play on Arena. Yeah. You know, I'd like to crack some new packs. So. That's a good question, too. I wonder how soon this will actually come to Arena. You know, I guess we'll find out. I guess this is really the we first experience we've had with that. Of, yeah, uh, we haven't seen any mention of it on Arena, as far as I'm aware. As far no, as, uh, no, I have not either. It's going to affect anything. Uh, yeah, it'll be curious, but uh, looking forward to it. I'd like to crack some, some different packs there. So absolutely. Draft, draft some different things. I, I think that's the way to go. So Definitely, definitely. I had a great arena match uh, the other night. I had uh, it was amazing. I had drafted some of these Ixalan cards, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it started off so awesome. I won six games in a row. Oh without, wow! Without a single, without a single defeat. I, it was yeah. just win, win, win. Nothing but wins. And I thought wow. to myself, I'm going to take the whole, gr- you know, trophy on this one. Yeah, because yeah. all I have to do is win one more game, sure. and I have three chances to do it. You know, because yeah. I didn't have any deaths, I didn't have any losses. So I yeah. thought, there's no way I'll fail this. You're like, gonna lock and, it. And I failed. Oh <laughs> no! It was like the first, the first one. I had six lands, and then uh, I mulliganed, and then I mulliganed and got two lands, but no creatures that were like less than four. Oh god! So I got hosed. Then the second game, it was another type of screw where I got no creatures, but I got, like, the perfect land, so I, I kept it, and I was like, oh. But I ended up with, like, three lands, a, a, a disenchant, a plummet, and <laughs> some other, like, anti-artifact thing. Or no, oh, uh, it was the Gilded Wings. It was an artifact. So that was, I basically thought, I'll draw into something, but I, but I never did. And oh, the third one was uh, just the hard mana screw. By the time I had two mana, I never, I never drew more than the two that was in my original hand. <laughs> so the guy had five by the time I had two, and he just started oh, steamrolling. And I, yeah. just, and to top do. it off, he was like unsummoning my dudes when I would drop them. And I was like, oh god, <laughs> oh, it was so no. so. Oh, so I basically went six and zero, oh, and then zero oh and three. Oh, <laughs> it was so terrible. God, that sucks. And they, they make you work hard for that second pack because you get one pack all the way up through six wins. Yep. You don't get a second pack until you win no. all of them. So that was a <sighs> BS. That sucks. <laughs> oh man, I, I know, I know your pain. I have been there many a time. Oh, I've just gotten screwed over. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, I don't know if you've seen this or happened to you. Like, I feel that majority of the time maybe this is just to simulate real life that the rares in my draft packs are terrible <laughs> terrible it's a, yeah very very bad cards i rarely ever get a rare that i feel i'm going to play with this because it's good yeah i i agree with that very very seldom do i seem to get good rares and um yeah, absolutely. Opposite Sometimes, to that, though, I, yeah. I have seen my opponents get really great rares who have <laughs> thusly played it on me and utterly wiped the board with me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that just always seems to be the case. And, and, and you almost wonder, you're like, are these draft packs filled with garbage stuff on purpose? <laughs> it's like, exactly, you know, exactly. So. I, I, I was playing a game, I, was, I felt I was doing okay, and then he pulled off, like, really early, too. This was, like, turn... I don't know, four or something. The um, the legendary black dinosaur, where you reveal him to put a prey counter on a creature, and then oh. when he comes into play, he kills all those creatures. Yes, yes. So yes. he did that <laughs> really oh. early. Put a prey counter on all of my creatures. <laughs> oh, no. Brought him out, killed my entire board, oh. and like, killed me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was so... Yikes awful so terrible <laughs> oh my 
that, that is awful. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, so depressing. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I would say the most common problem is the mana screw. Like, that is, you know, the biggest beef that I have is, it seems, it there's seems no reason, There's no way I should have getting no mana, or there's no way I should be drawing seven mana in a row. Yeah, it's so bad with the, the random number generation seems so problematic with the manas. It's like, it's so bad. Something. And it's like, you'll have 24 lands, and you're like, surely I will draw one land coming yeah. anytime soon yep. and like you'll go three turns and you know and, and you're like i said your opponent will be like four lands ahead of you dropping their bombs yep and then you're dropping your one one flyer it, it <laughs> happened to me today i had uh uh what uh end of the game he had either six or eight lands i had two lands oh my goodness yeah it was i mean there was nothing i could do it was over i mean there's yeah, i didn't have a chance yep yeah i like, never had a chance all you do is tap on that little scorpion that's sliding down the screen for fun yep. at that point. You're like, I'm going to burst this little guy because I got nothing else to do except Absolutely. die. It's like, just end it. I, 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 you always like, oh, just next turn is when I'll get my land. Then, yeah. Nah, doesn't happen. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, well, I think that's probably not a bad place to stop. But um, Yeah, well, I guess one thing quick, too. I mean, normally at the at the end, we always kind of given you some picks, and we, we haven't had as many picks lately, but we'll, we'll do the opposite today and, and tell oh, you about right. some you've things got to your... sell. If you've got some of these cards, I recommend you, you go ahead and, and sell them now. These are a couple of things that have really jumped up in price, uh, so go ahead and get rid of them. Um, a while ago, we talked about Angrath, the Flame Chained. If you got him, go ahead and get rid of him. Hopefully you, you picked him up cheap when he was down in, what, the $3 range or so. Yeah, I think you recommended him when he was, uh, like, 4 bucks, a little bit less yeah, than Yeah, we were bucks. talking about the different guilds. Yep. Uh, now you can, he's he's selling for about $13 or so, so... Dump time. Dump, dump time the Angrath. Yes. Yeah. You get, that's a very nice profit on him if you, uh, you have a bunch of him. That you're willing to part with. Uh, on the the less uh, newer scale, if you have any post mortem lunges, these were back from uh, New Phyrexia. Uh, go ahead and dump those. They're currently going for about three dollars or so, which is pretty good for just an uncommon. Uh, this was a black card uh, mainly because it was doing with dealing with Phyrexian mana, but there's also uh, it was the, the spike is I don't know how factual it is, but it was it's apparently caused by speculative buyout. So someone thought they can artificially raise the price on this. So good luck with that. <laughs> Whatever the case yeah, is, go ahead and time. sell it. You're yeah. gonna get more than whatever you you, you had bought it for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, those are dump that one. Great sell uh, recommendation for about three bucks or so. Yeah, uh, very good sell recommendations. I'm going to dig through my binders right now and look for that. I'm going to look for that uh, Phyrexian Mana thing. Also, from uh, Morningtide, I think it is. Uh, yes, uh, the Thornbite Staff. Go ahead and, and dump that one, too, if you got it. It has just spiked big time in price. Uh, so it uh, you know, it was kind of hovering around $3 or so for, for a while and uh, just within, well, I guess just within the last week or so, it's spiked up to, let's see if I can give you the, the current uh, the current value of this um, this guy is Thornbite Staff, and we're looking at TCG Player to, to give you the, the latest, uh, about $7. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, you know, that's it made common, right? Price. Uh, yeah. So drop that too, like it's hot, because <laughs> it's time for it to go. <laughs> yeah, good. I, I like the sell recommendations. It's a, it's a good way to go on that. Uh, some some yeah. easy money. Hopefully, if you if you got those, go on eBay or wherever else you want to to, to sell those things. Uh, get rid of those. One other one, just to note. Uh, I, I noticed this one has been creeping up quite a bit here. Uh, I unfortunately, I'd, I'd hoped that I, I had some of these, but I, um, but I do not. I have a, a different worm that I was looking at, but not this worm. 
Um, this was back from, let's see if I can, uh, can find them here. It was the, I think it was back in, where are you, buddy? Um, uh, back in one of the Ravnica sets. Let me find him. He has been jumping as well. He is the, make sure I get it so I give you the right name here. Um, the World Spine Worm. He has been climbing up here. He is now going for about $12. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Did they reprint him? No. Let's see. He's 15 15 trample. When he dies, put three 5 5 green tramplers into play. Hmm. Nothing super really exciting about him. Oh, no reprints for him. Yeah. No reprints. No. He was a. Uh... But he's sure creeping up. He was a return to Ravnica, Mythic Rare. Yeah, Mythic Rare. He's huh. been steadily creeping up here. How about uh, that? wonder so, what the reason for that is. You think that's an EDH thing? It may be. Maybe it mm. is. And, I mean, he's, he's recently just surged within the last couple weeks. You know, uh-huh. he went went up from about, I don't know, $6, 5 $6 to, you know, doubling that easily. So, to, yeah, that's to great. 12 or, or more. So... Yeah, drop that big worm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fight for him to, to die and go into the graveyard. Yeah, <laughs> and into your wallet. <laughs> into your wallet, exactly. <laughs> Exile this worm to put into wallet <laughs> money token. <laughs> nice. So, but, uh, so any of those picks, yeah. go ahead and, and drop those. That's the the world spied worm and grab the flame chains. Uh, we had the thornbite staff. And the postmortem lunch. That's Get right. rid of all of those. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it now. Hurry. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, as, uh, as always, please feel free to check out the website. It's mtgprofits.com. Also, um, if uh, YouTube is your jam, uh, we're, we do uh, get the, the videos up on YouTube videos as well. On there. So. And also, we'll, we'll be posting more and more of our uh, MTG Arena uh, matches. There's one from last week on there. We'll probably get another one from this week up there, too. So keep yep. keep watching those and see some, some fun... Uh, some, some arena action. Some fun decks and things. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And um, as always, may all your picks be profitable. Have a great week, guys. Take it easy.